Welcome to episode 54 of the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel and I am your show host today. I'm talking about studying again. I've done a lot of studying again the last 8 to 10 months and to give you an idea of what that's been like uh, would take too long. (laughs) And this episode, this podcast, this episode podcast isn't about me. And what I have noticed is a lot of people, a lot of my clients are having to pick themselves up when they're down and face the music that this life is hard. This is not new information, but the best thing is we can always start again. And I feel like we all need this friendly reminder that you're not trapped. You're not stuck in your situation, even if it feels like it. I'm telling you, you have a choice when it comes to things you can control, like your weight, like what you're eating, like how you get to work, who you interact with, who you allow into your space. What you decide is important to you and what isn't is just like putting on clothes in the morning. You have a choice. It's simple, but we've overcomplicated it and I'm going to break it down today. How many times have you started a project? started cleaning your room, sat down to write the essay, said you're going to lose those five kilos. How many times do we say, I'm going to start something? We do it and then we stop. We want change so badly, but when it comes to, when it comes to our bodies or relationships, but when it actually comes to doing it, not repeating giving up in a couple of days is actually the hardest part because things get boring. We fall back into old habits again. When do you finally take responsibility and say, I'm not going to be on my phone at dinner with my family. I'm putting this for another room and I will not get it if someone calls me. We all slip up. Starting again doesn't mean you don't slip up this time. It just means that it doesn't send you down a path of, oh, I suck. I can't do it. I'm the worst. I'm not good enough. I'm such a failure. It doesn't mean we aren't on track still. Just don't let it spiral you out of control. I remember this post I made on Instagram. It said, let's say you eat four meals a day, seven days a week. That's approximately 28 meals over a week. One meal that is off plan only makes up 3.6% of one week's nutrition. Now, I got a lot of great responses from this post and the overall feel I was trying to present was that it's not bad, nor is it falling off the wagon when you do eat off plan. Just don't let it spiral you out of control. Control is not something you can see or touch. However, it is a sense. It's a feeling of trust within yourself. How do you build trust with yourself? It's a great question. I just thought of when I was thinking about this podcast episode and writing some things up. I realized like how do you how do you learn to trust yourself and this is what I've come up with it's through the daily actions it's practicing making choices and sticking to them it's the belief in yourself that you can do something and following through with it and giving it a really red hot go and and seeing it through how do you trust someone new you need evidence over time that this person is true to what they say that's how we build trust within ourselves too but every time you go get that phone when it rings at dinner you reinforce to yourself and your family work matters more every time you dodge the weight room and go run on the treadmill you reinforce to yourself that you are scared to lift weights in front of people and that becomes fact i am scared for people to look at me when i'm training because i don't know what i'm doing when in actual fact nobody knows one that you're scared and nobody knows b that you don't know what you're doing (laughs) so Uh, This is important to understand. I don't always want to train. I don't always want to eat exactly to my macros. I don't always want to be nice. I don't always want to be responsible. But the more I own up to my actions, the more I follow through with these things, the easier it is to just do them because it is who I am. Um, And that's where starting again becomes less tricky because it just is. It is just who I am and my day-to-day actions make up me. You know, every day is a new day. And 
this is really important, I feel, because when I was in the dumps of my anxiety in 2015, 2016, I had to tell myself every day, every hour, every minute after about eight months of having a really shit time with my life, I had to remind myself of a few things. I don't have to feel like this. I don't have to act like this. This doesn't have to upset me. This doesn't, this can get better. This will get better. It will get better. I am okay. And actively telling myself these things and forcing myself to say it and believe it and smile with it helped me make a choice. It helped me make the choice that I didn't want to feel like shit anymore. I didn't want to listen to these crazy thoughts in my head. I literally thought I was going insane. I felt like I was in this rut and I didn't know how to get out of it. You know, I would be driving and all these thoughts would come in my head and it would just like, I would honestly want to break down. I was breaking down every day, but there came a point eventually where I couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, why am I living like this? This is it. I'm self-sabotaging and also self-suffering. I'm inflicting suffering on myself for what reason. I don't understand what's going on. And that's when I cut it. I cut the shit and I just egged myself on. I backed myself and I reminded myself that I am not my thoughts and I am okay. And this is going to get better. And I sought out help and I sought out support and things got better. You know, this self-affirmation helped a lot. It became my reality. So you know, I had to say enough's enough. I had to put my foot down and I didn't want to choose sadness and being this victim anymore. I stood up to my thoughts and all of a sudden the story changed. I wasn't allowing this sorry mindset to just take hold of me and allow all this emotion and give all this energy, all this energy to worrying and stressing. And instead I just let it be. I did my meditation. I spoke to people when I needed. I told my partner at the time when I was feeling like crap and had that support. I went and saw a psychologist at the uni at the uni I was at La Trobe and I started to feel more normal and eventually things got better. And this is really important that I share this because starting again does mean being vulnerable. And vulnerability is scary. Because you have to admit something's wrong or something's not working right now. And when you have to do that, it also means that you have to be honest with yourself and others around you who are in your you know, life that something is not currently working in your life. And that's the hardest part. If the hardest part is recognizing and being aware that something's not going wrong, then I actually feel like it's puts you at an advantage because now you can work on it so the problem with this is that we play it nice we often downplay how we truly feel and we just go with the flow you know i'm going to swear right now (laughs) you know we say fuck it kind of notion you only live once yolo but you never really fix the problem that way and just ignoring what you actually want to change or what you're not enjoying in your life or what you're not enjoying someone you know whatever it is whatever it is um not labeling it and you need to label it because it helps you identify the problem because that's what will allow you to start again you can't start again if you don't own up to what's not working that's the highlight of this show today if you want to start again you need to know what's not working right now for it to get better because starting again is liberating because you get to choose a different story than the one you currently tell yourself and for some of us that is really important to know that we can choose a different path and if you're listening to this episode today and you're thinking shit i get to choose how i feel yeah you do 
You actually get to choose what you feel and how you feel about certain situations and certain things. And it doesn't mean that you become numb. It doesn't mean that, oh, everything's rainbows and sunshines and I'm all sweet all the time. No, it means maybe you have a much more logical uh, thought process about it and maybe there becomes less analysis paralysis on some of these topics that get thrown at you. Maybe you get less triggered or less emotional and maybe it's just, okay, like that person thinks this, I think this, and this is what I want to choose to believe and that's how I'm going to live. And if this comes up again, at least you have a better way of handling it because the problem with being triggered about certain things and I get like this all the time with vegans when the news or actually just in general the news talks about plant-based meat or I see Kim Kardashian promoting plant-based meat for god knows what reason or I see someone on nine news or seven news talk about salt or eggs are bad or chocolate is bad like I get triggered by that because I get annoyed that the fact is this information outlet is putting out the wrong information out there. So that's something that's something for me to work on to get less triggered and go, okay, thank you for providing this information because now I get to educate on. That's how I see it going <laughs> eventually when I stop getting triggered, but I can't help it um, currently. But if there are things in your life that are triggering you, that are making you feel a certain way or more emotional and someone says something, or your partner says something and it makes you feel like shit, well, maybe obviously talk about it. Please don't ignore it. Talk about it. Be open about it and choose a different way or choose a different perspective. Um, there has to be a way to grow from it. So, yes, this is really like at the heart of it. I wanted to talk about this because... I think for the last few months of this year, it's been really challenging for a lot of us to find our feet. You know, we've, we're not in lockdown and we're kind of going through life and life is hitting us. Life is actually hitting us. We're doing a lot. Um, we're trying to show up for ourselves and everyone else around us. And sometimes you need the reminder that you need to just like refocus on yourself. You know, we're seven months into 2022. And for me, your reflection is wonderful. I like to use, you know, every three to six months a goal setting activity. I like to set goals every month, but I like to have like, you know, a 60 to 90 day plan. Um, but I also like to reflect daily. And, you know, I think instead of just going on TikTok, going on social media, just doing the day is kind of a bit passive in a way. And you kind of don't have, get to take time out to congratulate yourself or appreciate something someone did or you did or show gratitude for someone. It kind of slows you down this gratitude process or this reflection tool. And it allows you to kind of actually have a choice because there's a lot of people that I've worked with over the years who didn't come to me for, let's just say they didn't work with someone for 10 years or they didn't work with someone for five years or they've been working with me for three, five years, but nothing's changed, right? Um, it's really important to these people that they have more reflection or they have better ways of opening up these walls that maybe they've built to get better and and find a way to grow because I remember a long time ago I was working with a client and she was turning 30 and she'd been working with working with me sorry for about one to two years and she said you know I'm turning 30 and I'm just looking back and I feel like I've achieved nothing and it was actually really sad for me to sit on that phone and think this person feels like very inadequate about their life and I didn't really know what to say. I was probably, what, 20, 
23, 24 at the time. And I guess when I think about it now, it's like, well, what, what are you comparing yourself to? Like, who are you comparing yourself to? And what is it that you want to achieve? And I, when I do look at this um, person that I was coaching at the time, you know, maybe there are things that they wanted to achieve, but they just weren't able to face the music of what wasn't working and actually take action on that. And again probably another good point knowing what's not working and then taking action like I was saying in the beginning is a complete it's two different things you know knowing what's not working and a lot of clients who come to see me know that they're eating too much or know that they're not training enough or know that something's going wrong with their their food and nutrition but they're not doing the steps to get there so yeah that's my chat today I appreciate you all listening. Thank you so much. I Before I leave, make sure you do leave a five-star review on Spotify. Uh, it is awesome to see I've got 10 reviews so far and five stars. It's awesome. I'm just so excited about that. I've been like wanting reviews for the podcast for ages on Spotify and finally they're there. So keep them up. I appreciate it a lot. If you have any questions, you can find me at RaquelFitPT on Instagram. I have also had a like obviously a little update. I haven't really posted about this much um ladies that lift is my new name raquel fit pt is no longer technically it's still on instagram but i'm not trading that as a business name anymore ladies that lift is my business name and um, you can find that at ltl underscore melbourne if you'd like to follow um really exciting what's happening there with my new coach kiara as well uh things are things are moving things are going really good and summer's gonna be a very exciting time i am looking for another female coach an awesome superstar female coach um you know, Kiara is going to be going away to Europe and I'm hoping to have some holidays too next year too. And we need someone to hold the fort. We need someone to be here and also, you know, train the clients who will be um, continuing their training. So it is something that I do want. I want another coach on board ASAP, but I'm definitely got a lot of educational stuff to do with this person so if you know someone who is a PT or who's looking for some work or um, looking to work with females and get into powerlifting and wants to be part of an all-female squad of absolute bosses then please get in touch send me their details my way um, via raquelfitpt at gmail.com um, or even at my Instagram raquelfitpt or at LTL underscore Melbourne, which is the other, um, the ladies at lift site, uh, Instagram. So yeah, that's all for me today. I'm going to stop rambling. I hope you enjoyed it. If you had anything that you wanted to take out of this and you wanted to share with me, please do. I always love your feedback. Um, looking forward to another episode, hopefully in the next few weeks and maybe get some consistency back up because yeah, I have been struggling with, uh, being able to prioritize everything. (laughs) All right. Bye everyone. Thank you so much.